0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast. I'm your host Danielle and this is episode 19, Changes to Disney Genie Plus and Tips and Tricks to Use It. <laughs> so much for being here. And this episode, I don't do a lot of sort of spur of the moment, right on topic for the Times episodes, but this one, because... My podcast has only been around for 19 episodes, and I've already done one Genie Plus show that's kind of outdated at this point. I thought it would be good to hop in, talk about some updates to Genie Plus, how things are changing, and really give you a couple different strategies you can use when you're in the park. Because here's the thing, Genie Plus isn't horribly complicated once you've used it. Figuring out how to do it though when you haven't used it before and you've seen all different videos or played around with the app, it really can be confusing to start. So I'm hoping today to give you sort of a rundown of what you can do when you need to do it so that you can utilize Genie Plus to the best of your ability if you want to use it on your next Walt Disney World visit. Now, if you have no idea what Genie Plus is, um, go back to episode 2 literally my second episode I did was What is Genie Plus? Take a listen to that and get the idea of how to use it, what it is, and then come back and listen to this one for a few caveats and changes. Basically, Genie Plus is the way you pay to skip the lines in Walt Disney World. Now, you're still in line with other Genie Plusers, but it should be significantly shorter. Just to clarify, Disney's verbiage when using Genie Plus is that you should get to skip the lines for two to three attractions. For what I'm paying, if I only get to skip two or three attractions, I'm maybe or may not be worth it. Um, So I hope these tips today can help you skip a lot more than that. But that's Disney has a very low threshold of promise for it. Okay, so the biggest change with Disney Genie Plus is variable pricing, which basically means the price went up. Before recording this, the past year since Disney Genie released in October of 2021, it has been $15 plus tax per day in Walt Disney World. Disneyland's a whole other story Um, so that pricing has been set if you're going with a family of four to a park you've got to decide is it worth it for sixty dollars for us to skip the lines for a day there's also individual lightning lanes and those have always had variable pricing and right now in Walt Disney World that's one kind of top tier ride in each park that isn't included in Disney that isn't included in Genie Plus that you can pay for separately to skip the line. With that, though, you do get to kind of pick your time. So we're not going to talk about the individual lightning lanes so much today because those have been variable pricing this whole time. Genie Plus pricing, in the statement that Disney released this past week, we're in October 2022, um, stated that pricing for October would basically range from that $15 up to $22 just for October, meaning they're not promising it won't go even higher than that in peak times. The day I'm recording this is a Friday in October, and I looked in Genie Plus's $20 per person for the day. So that's the biggest thing. Is Genie Plus worth it? Honestly, in two out of the four Walt Disney World parks for me and my family, it is. Um, Those two parks, in my opinion, are Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. It depends on your traveling party. It depends on what you really want to do. Um, But I know from my family, those are the two when we get the most bang for our buck. Magic Kingdom, because there are just so many attractions. And Hollywood Studios, because there aren't that many, the ones that are heavy hitters and lots of people want to ride them. So if you don't want to wait in line for two hours, Genie Plus is your best bet. Another change that rolled out with Genie Plus a couple months ago was how you utilize it when you are park hopping. So a benefit is that if you have the park hopper option, you can use Genie Plus to skip lines in all the parks that you'll be visiting. You do have to have your park pass reservation for your first park, and if you log in after buying Genie Plus and you search that park, it's going to give you times that are next available. However, if you go to another park, and the system knows you have a park hopper, they're only going to show you times after 2 p.m. because that's as early as you can park hop. Now, in the past, you could get up bright and early in the morning. If you were going to Magic Kingdom in the a.m. and planning to hop to Epcot, you could go ahead and get Genie Plus passes for Epcot. The system would know not to show you anything until after 2 p.m. availability so at 8 a.m. you could be getting a frozen ever after lightning lane genie plus pass for you know 6 p.m. that night but now they're not just jumping you ahead to that after 2 p.m. time if you log on at 8 a.m. and all the people who are in epcot haven't pushed that genie plus time back to after 2 p.m. you're not going to be able to get something instantly. You're going to have to keep watching the app until that time has populated and then you can jump in and grab it. So that can be a little bit of a hassle for one of our strategies we were going to talk about which is stacking your lightning lanes into the evening. So those are the two biggest changes. The variable pricing increase and the getting lightning lanes later on in the day. Before we leave the price thing I would just say this I think if you're going in a busy time Genie Plus is going to be worth it at least part of your visit. There's not an option anymore to just add it to your park tickets when you purchase so it stings a little more when you have to get up morning of and drop you know 20 40 $80, $100, depending on the size of your family, but it really is something that I think it's beneficial just to budget in, even if you're not going to do it every single day, um, and just bite the bullet and at least use it a couple times. Okay, now we're on to the tips and tricks section. So I'm going to help you get started your morning of your park visit with Genie Plus, and then we're going to go kind of two different strategies for how you can utilize it. Number one, you've got to get up by, I'm going to say, 6.50 a.m. I'm sorry. I know it's your vacation, but you have to be up and ready to play if you want to use Genie Plus to its full ability. Now, technically, you can buy Genie Plus the day that as soon as the clock strikes 12.01 on the day that you're planning to use it. And Disney has released things with verbiage that, say, Disney Genie Plus can sell out potentially. I haven't heard of that happening in my little bubble of the world I know about, but it is possible. So if you're up at midnight, go ahead and purchase it and then go to sleep for your, you know, six some hours. Anyway, you're up by 6 50 to purchase Genie Plus in the My Disney Experience app for yourself. Anyone in your party that's going to use it, you want to make sure everyone that you're going to be trying to make reservations for is linked. And fun fact, you should do that before you ever even get to Walt Disney World, but Go in, purchase Genie Plus, and be ready to go. Now, some people get really intense about this. They check the Wi-Fi speed. They go outside of their hotel rooms. They don't use Disney Wi-Fi, which I would suggest if you have good, like, 5G coverage. Flip over to that. Um, But you can be as intense with your internet speed. You can watch an international clock if you want. I tend to just stay there, and at 6.59, I kind of start refreshing, swiping down the page. Right at 7 o'clock, you can make your first Genie Plus selection, and you don't need to be discussing this at 7 o'clock with your family. You need to know where you're going to go. Here's the thing. You don't know what the return time is going to be. If it's a really popular attraction, you could get on right at 7 a.m. and not be able to ride it until 4 p.m., or... You could get a Lightning Lane for five minutes after the park is open. It really depends on popularity. I would encourage you, you can go into your My Disney Experience app today, even without being in the park, even without having Genie Plus. You can go to the tip board, and there it's going to show you the current wait times for all the rides, as well as what their Genie Plus return time is if you bought it right now. So I did this a lot before my first trip using Genie Plus, I would look on the app at 7 a.m. Eastern time and I would see, okay, what is getting sold out or pushed to a really late return time first thing in the morning? I'm talking like 7.02, Slinky Dog Dash is already in 8.30 p.m. return time. So I know if that's something I wanna utilize Genie Plus for, it should be a top pick for me to be going for at 7 a.m. Okay, so use the app, do a little research beforehand, see what those hot ticket attractions are um, that tend to go really fast and decide if your family wants to ride those to maybe make that your first option because they can sell out. Most of the time, you know, an hour or two in, Slinky Dog is gone. So by the time you're able to make another selection, it might not be available. Now we'll come back to what you should select in a second. If, though, you also wanted an individual Lightning Lane, these are the ones that are an extra cost outside Genie Plus, if you want that, that also goes on sale at 7 a.m. Now, in most cases, I would say to make your Genie Plus selection first, then switch over and make that individual Lightning Lane, probably... In every case, but Rise of the Resistance, maybe? Um, so your four individual lightning lanes or Seven Doors Mine Train, Rise of the Resistance, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, and Flight of Passage over an Animal Kingdom. I believe Rise is still the one to sell out the quickest, um, but best scenario is to have two people right at 7 a.m., on their phones in the app just going for different things one of you is making the genie plus selection one of you is making the individual lightning lane because guys there were times like i said seconds and stuff is selling out so if it's really a priority for you double teaming it can work out well now here's just a basic of how genie plus is going to work after you make that first selection two hours after your park you're visiting opens, you can make another one, okay? Or if you got a return time that was really early, let's say your park opens at 9 and you got your first genie plus at 910. after you tap in to the second turnstile, you will have to tap in twice to use your genie plus, you will be able to make another selection. So if you got something really early on, boom, you can make a new one or two hours out. So I'm making a new Genie Plus either after I scan into the attraction that I had a Genie Plus for previously or two hours after park opens for the first one and then just two hours later. So let's go back to that scenario where you rode something at 9.05, you tapped in and got a new Genie Plus selection, um, but it wasn't until later in the day. Well, two hours after 9.05, at 11.05, you can make another Genie Plus selection. This every two hours making a new one is great, but again, those hot ticket rides, they're going to sell out. So normally when I went, by the time it got to be four or five o'clock in the afternoon, even though you could still make one or two more Genie Plus selections before the day was out, they were real slim pickings and maybe stuff that you didn't even need it for anyway anyway. Alright, going a little long today, but here are my two strategies for you for how you can utilize Genie+. Plus. Strategy one is just getting in as many rides as possible. So this is where I'm just going to look for the quickest return time. If I'm going to Magic Kingdom, I might make my first selection with something that's available within the first hour of park opening. That way I can ride it as soon as I'm done and I've scanned into the ride, I can be looking for another one. I'm not going to choose one that's two or three hours out down the line. I'm just going to choose the one that's available next. Pro with this strategy, you're probably getting to ride a lot of rides. Definitely more than the two or three um, that Disney Way Undercut promises. Con of this, you're probably not getting the heavy hitters. Those big ticket rides, they're probably not going to happen for you because by the time they come up, they're either going to be sold out or they're going to be so far out um, that They're not really going to happen in your short window. Now, you could go for one heavy hitter first thing in the morning. And then after your two hours is up, after two hours after park opening, then you could start utilizing this strategy. And that's something I've done with my family. That way we know we got one that potentially will sell out out of the way, banked up for later, and then we can just keep going and hitting what we can in the time in between. Your second strategy is stacking for the evening and this can work if you're staying in one park all day or if you're park hopping. So this is where at 7 a.m. you're going for that heavy hitter ride and maybe it's pushed out to 7, 8 o'clock at night. Some days are not that crazy guys. I just want to give you kind of the most extreme scenario in case you're there in a busy time. So you're gonna make that lightning lane for something way far out. You're gonna be on top of your game, you're gonna get to the park as soon as it opens, 30 minutes early, early entry if you're staying on Disney property, and you're gonna knock out some other big ticket rides while those lines are short in those 30 minute grace period that you have. Then you don't have to worry about genie plusing those. Two hours after park open, you can make another Genie Plus selection, and maybe it's for another heavy hitter that's still available and pushed out to later in the evening. You mosey around the park now, you wait in some lines, do some shows, you eat. This kind of middle of the day, you are probably having to suffer through lines, If you're park hopping, hopefully by now, those later times in the evening of the park you're going to hop to are available, and you can just start stacking Genie Plus selections for then. So now what happens is you keep going through two-hour cycles, doing whatever you need to do hitting some of the rides that don't have super long wait times. But what you've done is you've taken all your Genie Plus selections and maybe you've made them for after 5 p.m. So you've got one at 5. You have one at 5.15 you can ride. You have one at 6. You have one at 6.10. And don't worry, you have hour windows to ride these. So if they overlap, you should be good. But now you've made yourself a wonderful evening where you're not really waiting in any lines, after maybe doing a little line waiting earlier in the day and you, you know, end your night on a good note. So that's sort of your second strategy. Either you're stacking, you're stacking, you're saving them all for later, and you're getting to do those big-ticket rides, or you're focusing more on quantity and not so much quality. Pros of stacking in the evening You have that great evening where you're just boom, 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 going from ride to ride to ride. Cons, the earlier part of your day, you're probably suffering three lines. But those two strategies are a great way to think about using Genie Plus, or honestly, I tend to do kind of a mixture of both. Think about what's going to work best for your family. And remember, if Genie Plus gets wonky on you, you can always just go stand in the line. Bring a game for the kids, get them a snack. You can have some merry bonding moments while you're there. But I hope this episode gives you a little more info about Genie Plus, how it's changed, and how you might use it when you're in the park. Again, I can't stress enough even without buying it, play around with the My Disney Experience app. See what wait times tend to be um, on the day of the week when you're planning to go and take a look at where the genie plus return times are pushed back to so you know what those big ticket rides are and which ones you can just meander right onto. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you have any questions or need help planning your own magical vacation, check out the show notes where you can get my contact info. Would love to chat with you. But as always, thanks for listening and have a magical day. Bye-bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.